0: Hi, I'm Amanda Sewell, and I'm one of the producers of Classical Sprouts. If you love this podcast, please donate to help sprouts continue to grow. Go to classicalsprouts.org donate. Thanks, and enjoy the episode. Grains! Grains! Nothing but grains! And ancient Romans! And whistling! and Broadway, babies, and Tony Award-winning theaters, we've got a special guest sharing some of his favorite pieces and life lessons from the amazing musical theater composer and lyricist Stephen Sondheim. Today on... Classical Sprouts! Welcome to Classical Sprouts, the awesome classical music podcast for kids. I'm Kate Botello, and today we're talking with the producing artistic director of the Tony Award-winning Pasadena Playhouse, Danny Feldman, about what he loves about the composer Stephen Sondheim. But first, let's start with a Quizlet question. What city was Stephen Sondheim born in? Where was Stephen Sondheim born We'll give you a hint along the way, so stick around for the end of the show, and we'll tell you the answer. Stephen Sondheim was an American musical theater composer who wrote some of the most cherished musicals we know today, such as Sweeney Todd, "Attend the Tale of Sweeney Todd," his skin was pale and his eye was odd. Sunday in the Park with George. Company,
1: someone to force you to care, someone to make you come through, who'll always be there, as frightened as you of being alive.
0: And many more, including the musicals we're gonna hear about today. And to help us learn more about Sondheim, his legacy, and what his music can teach us, we have a special guest on Classical Sprouts today, Danny Feldman. Danny Feldman is the producing artistic director of the Pasadena Playhouse, a theater company
1: in Los Angeles, California. That is that is the thing I love. I have a music background myself. And I believe that the American musical in particular is one of our unique American art forms.
0: Stephen Sondheim. So can you help us understand why is Sondheim so important, especially in American musical theater or really in composition in general?
1: Absolutely. When you think about musicals that you hear today, so Hamilton, Dear Evan Hansen, you know, all, all of the contemporary musicals today, you go back to say, where did they come from? How did that evolve over time? Just like in the classical world, How you can draw a straight line from Bach and Mozart to Beethoven and everyone was sort of building on each other and taking ideas from the past and expanding on them and making them their own. So when you look at the American musical that way, Stephen Sondheim is the most central figure in the evolution of musicals. And his career bridged all the way going back to some of the grandfathers of the American musical, his mentor, Oscar Hammerstein, but also Gershwin and and the great sort of golden age way back then of where musicals came from. He worked on that all the way to a new show that's opening in a month on Broadway, his last show. So he spanned the evolution of the musical back from the time of Oklahoma all the way through what we know today. Um, so one of the most important figures in our field, in the, in the American musical.
0: We've got some music to share with you, and I'm so glad you picked some out for us. So let's start sharing some Sondheim. Are you ready?
1: Well, we are going to go into the woods together with the opening number of this show, Into the Woods, a song called Into the Woods. It's time to go into the woods. lots of different parts that go over each other and it's complex and fun and interesting and I can't wait to share it with everyone.
0: What's Into the Woods? What's it about?
1: Into the Woods is a musical that follows three different stories and different fairy tales that you know of. So Little Red Riding Hood, Jack and the Beanstalk, The Baker and His Wife, Cinderella, all of these stories collide into each other. Usually when we hear a fairy tale we're just listening to one story and this we are in the world where all of the stories happen together and the characters interact with each other. And this song sets up the whole thing. You come into a theater, you don't know what to expect. And you you see a narrator walk out on stage and he says, once upon a time, once upon a time. Now, are
0: there any special or extra cool things or favorite things in this piece that you want to share or tell us to listen
1: for? I think what I love about the song is it works on a couple levels. Just as a song, um, it's sort of an earworm kind of song that you're going to hear that will get stuck in your head and you'll be singing into the woods over and over again. But when you study the song, when you listen to it more and more and more and more, you hear a lot of nuance in it, a lot of different overlapping voices. I wish we had a child's power. A lot of things that feel like they're colliding into each other, even the very opening of the show, they wanted, Stephen Sondheim wanted to surprise everyone, to say, you may have heard fairy tales before, but you're going to hear them in a new way. And at the very beginning, the narrator says, once upon a time, and before he can finish the sentence, you hear a very loud noise in the orchestra, and that starts the show, and it's a bit shocking and jarring and exciting, and it's designed to... To, you know, give you a little surprise right at the start to wake you up. We are going to hear a song called Comedy Tonight. Something This familiar, is from a musical which has a very long familiar, title. A funny thing happened on the way to the forum. It's a funny, silly musical, and this is the opening number. Something appalling. Something for everyone accompany tonight. And what is this show about? This, sh- <laughs> that's a tough question for me to answer. No, I know the answer to this, but no, this show is a farce. It's a its a comedy show that is taking something that feels old fashioned, people wearing togas, old houses, old time, long time ago, and making it very funny and relevant and putting a contemporary spin on it. It's about a guy named Sutilis who works for this household? And it's him. He's our narrator, and he's telling us the whole story of what's going on. And chaos and comedy ensues. Passions and potions, constant commotions. Something for everyone. A comedy tonight. Great. So,
0: ancient Rome, but funny yes. today.
1: Yes. Yes. There you—you you got it.
0: And this has rhymes like something appealing and something appalling, which is so great because appalling means really bad. Uh, yes. Is there something something that you really love in this song that you want to share as one of the What, great I, what I
1: love here. is the story of this song more than anything. That that this is a, a story that Stephen Sondheim talked about a lot. That they did this musical, and before they came to Broadway, they were doing it at a tryout out of town. They were in Boston or somewhere else, and they were trying to figure out if this show could work on Broadway. And it just didn't work. The show would not work, and they couldn't tell what was wrong with it. And everyone was frustrated, and they were about to go to Broadway, and they were scared. They didn't think it was going to work. And they invited a friend of theirs, who's a very famous musical theater person, to come in and say, tell us what is wrong. And the show ended, and right away he came up to them and said, well, your opening number is wrong. The song was originally called Love is in the Air, and it was supposed to say this is a love show, a story about love, and... And he said, that's the wrong opening. No one knows they're supposed to be laughing. You got to tell an audience in the first five minutes of a show what the show is. So Sondheim went away and came back the next day and said, what about this one? And that's how we got Comedy Tonight, the perfect opening. And the show worked. It fixed the whole show. They didn't have to change anything.
0: Now, Sprouts, we're going to take a little intermission because sometimes Sondheim musicals get a little long. So grab a snack and get ready for some lovely life lessons that we can learn from Sondheim after the break. During the break, make sure to follow us and rate us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you always know when a new episode's available and so more Sprouts like you can find out about us. Are you going on a car trip anytime soon? You can download episodes and save them for later. All right, stick around, Sprouts. We'll see you after the break. This is my voice. It can tell you a lot about me, and I'm not changing it for anyone. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of NPR episodes centered on the Black experience. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths, wherever you get podcasts. Welcome back, Sprouts. At the beginning of the episode, I asked you, What city was Stephen Sondheim born in? Now, here's a hint. This city is sometimes called the Big Apple, and it's home to the Statue of Liberty and the Metropolitan Opera. Any guesses? Stick around for the end of the show, and we'll tell you the answer. Before the break, we met our special guest, the Producing Artistic Director of the Pasadena Playhouse in California. Did you know that it's the state theater of California? You know how sometimes states have state birds, state fruits, state mottos or songs? Well, California has a state theater and Danny gets to lead it. That is so cool. You won a Tony Award. Our listeners don't necessarily know what's a Tony. How you get one? What's all that about?
1: A Tony Award is the, the big awards they give. So in, in New York... New York is sort of the epicenter of the American theater, and they give awards just like the Academy Awards, like the Oscars you've heard of, or the Emmy Awards. This is our big theater awards, the highest honor in the American theater, but it really is aimed at honoring the people who are on Broadway. It's all about all of the big Broadway shows, plays and musicals. Every year, the Tony people who decide that pick a theater not in New York, that's out in the country, in the regional areas of the country, And they give this great honor saying, you're doing Broadway caliber work. You're doing extraordinary work in your community. And we were lucky enough to win that this year. I was standing on the stage at the Tonys in New York in June, accepting our Tony Award. And it was a total delight. You don't audition for it. You don't apply for it. You're just given it. What an experience I thought that was amazing. It was pretty wild, I have to say. It was a, It's all a little blurry when you have those big, exciting moments in your life. And I don't remember much of it, but I see the picture, so I know it happened.
0: Now, we're going back into the woods for Danny's
1: next Sondheim pick. There is a wonderful song in Into the Woods called Children Will Listen. Say things young you lad, children child will the things
0: you do children will see this is so beautiful Tell us about this song it's just wonderful
1: this song comes at the end of the show and it is really the moral of the story right we're talking about it's a fairy tale and this song really is speaking directly to the audience and it's speaking directly to the grown-ups in the audience saying to them that even though this is about fairy tales and there's kids and there's scary things and all of that, parents should be careful the things they say because children will listen. Careful the things you say because it has an impact on everyone around you. And so I love this song. I love the core message of this song. It it also happens to be one of the most beautiful melodies. And it's haunting in all the beautiful ways. And it's a song that has stayed with me since I first heard it a very long time ago when I was a kid.
0: this is great because it kind of shows, you know, Sondheim can be so funny, but can also absolutely touch your heart in just the most deep and impressive way.
1: Absolutely. And and sometimes lyrics are poetry. So this is a poem, if you think of it that way, that is a beautiful piece of art that encapsulates so much meaning and that can change your meaning over time in your life, however old you are. But it remains true. It's a it's a great piece of art, just this song alone. If he would have just written this song alone, that would have been enough and more than most people. I truly love this song and I'm excited to share it with all of you. <laughs>
0: Children may not obey, but children will listen. Children will look to you for which way to turn to learn what to be. Kids, commuters, we continue with our friend Danny Feldman. We have been in woods, we have laughed, we've had our hearts moved, got really, really good advice. So much stuff in Sondheim. I can't wait to hear what else you've picked up for us to hear.
1: This is one that's off the beaten path, which I always love an off the beaten path song. But this song is the title song from a show called Anyone Can Whistle. And the song is called Anyone Can Whistle.
0: Anyone can whistle. That's what they say. Easy. Easy.
1: And I love this song, I've always loved this song. I used to play this song on piano when I was younger. And the way I connected to the song is I had a hard time learning how to whistle when I was a kid and everyone could whistle around me. And the song title is Anyone Can Whistle. And I remember when I was younger going, well, I can't whistle. And if anyone can whistle, why can't I? Which is a lyric in the song. And so I've always been drawn to the song. But it also, it it aged over time, it means something very different and richer to me. And there's there's some lyrics in the song, like, What's hard is simple, what's natural comes hard. What's
0: hard is simple, what's natural comes hard.
1: And I think that's a great lesson that, that... for everyone, um, things are different, right? Certain things to you, you may be really good at sports and the person next to you is not as good as sports. You may be really good at singing and the person next to you is not as good at singing. And to me, this is a great um, reminder of one's own obstacles and one's own journey and how we're all unique individuals and we have to care for each other. Whistle
0: for- And now, for all you Sprouts who someday might wanna be on Broadway, Danny's got one more
1: for us today. My favorite songs by Stephen Sondheim called Broadway Baby.
0: I'm just a Broadway Baby.
1: This is a fun song all about a person who just wants to be on Broadway and perform and be seen and have fun. And it comes from a musical called Follies. Um, which is about an old time ago Broadway theater, and the theater is crumbling now. No one's going anymore. And all of the old stars go back one last time for a reunion, and the whole, whole theater comes to life again, just like it was. And this song in particular is about a young person who's saying, all I want is to be on Broadway. It, it's, it's really, it's an older person singing to their younger self about that feeling of wanting to perform and what that means, and it's in a really fun envelope of a song. It's jazzy and fun and brassy and belty and the orchestra sounds fantastic in the song, and I wanted to end the week on a big high note.
0: All my dreams will be repaid Heck, I'd even play the maid to be in our show. Say, Mr. Producer. I'm talking to you, sir. I don't need a lot. Only what I got. Plus a tube of grease paint And a follow spot. I'm a Broadway baby. And Danny Feldman, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We have learned... So much about Sondheim. If there is one, one super important thing that you think we should take away from all this, what do you think that might be?
1: I think that when when Stephen Sondheim was writing a lot of these musicals, they weren't particularly successful in his lifetime. Um, It was towards the end of his lifetime that people really started enjoying it. And I wish more people um, would be open to new kinds of music and sounds because he was very ahead of his time. And eventually time caught up with him, and I'm sure like a lot of other musicians in their time um, weren't as appreciated as much. So I think for me the lesson is when something sounds new or different or unlike other things you've heard, rather than immediately saying, I don't like that or that doesn't sound good to my ears in a certain way – be curious. Try to understand it more. Lean into it a little more. I've always used that in my career, in my time, when something I have um, an objection to or I don't like, I get curious about why I don't like it, and I give it another look, and I try to lean into it. And I think that's where all of the flowers in life are. That's where all of the jewels are in that, not in the things that feel safe and we already know. So that's that's what I take from Stephen Sondheim.
0: Look, we got solid advice from Sondheim and... From Danny (laughs) Feldman, Producing Artistic Director of the Pasadena Playhouse. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Now, Sprouts, it's not quite the end yet. At the beginning of the episode, I asked you which city Stephen Sondheim was born in. And I let you know that it's sometimes called the Big Apple. And it's home to things like the Statue of Liberty and the Metropolitan Opera. I'll give you another hint. It's also the home of Broadway. That's pretty handy for Sondheim. You think you know? Well, the answer is... deskroll, roll, please. New York City!
1: Uh, NYC! New York, New York, New York, New York! New York City! New York City!
0: Yes, Stephen Sondheim was born in New York, New York, in 1931, and he lived there for most of his life. Don't see, don't see, don't see. Alrighty, Sprouts, thanks so much for listening to the music and lessons of Stephen Sondheim with our Tony Award-winning Pasadena Playhouse friend of the podcast, Danny Feldman. <laughs> We've got some more fun facts about Sondheim, the celebration that the Pasadena Playhouse held to honor him, and more on our website at classicalsprouts.org, so be sure to check us out there. And hey, does your grown-up have a phone? Well, find us on Instagram and follow us at Classical Sprouts. We have a lot of fun over there, and we love hearing from you, so be sure to reach out and tell us what you love about Sprouts. This episode of Classical Sprouts was produced by Emily Duncan Wilson. Brandon Kerrer is the communications manager at the Pasadena Playhouse who made our conversation with Danny Feldman possible. I'm Kate Botello, taking bows on my way out, Broadway babies. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs)